0: <clears throat> Hello. I think I'm recording. <laughs> this is Felice Austin Namjotikar here coming to you. Uh, Zion Consciousness and Covenant, actually. It's Friday morning at 9am. That's when I do my regular live Q&A calls for anyone that has taken my intro meditation course and um, or anyone else. No matter how long ago you did it, if you just want to pop in, ask questions, or talk to me, um, this is the best time to do that. And sometimes no one shows up to my Q&A calls because they forget that they're out there. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start recording podcasts during this time, and if people show up for Q&As, then I'll record that too, and everyone can hear the answers. Okay. All right. Let's see what this button does. Hmm. Ooh, that was exciting. Okay. Let's see what this one like. is. Ah, okay. <laughs> I've never really done this without Andy. Um, okay. So here we go. Um today my thoughts, my topic is about conquering imagined disabilities. I just taught the middle school um, a little yoga class, and we we did uh, a Kriya by that name, or a meditation by that name. And, um, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in our disabilities. And in this climate we live in, um, I mean, there are people who are disabled. I mean, disabilities... There are some things that prohibit people, you know, like they're in wheelchairs or whatever, and so they need special assistance. Um, But a lot of our disabilities are imagined. Like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't have this. um, Because I was, you know, the third child. (laughs) Because I was the first child. Because I um, was born with the wrong skin color. I was born in the wrong town. I was born in the wrong decade. Um, It's too hard. And It's, sure, like, these things could be true. (laughs) The thing is, it's like, so what? Like, we have, the mind is always attaching meaning to things. And when we start to gather stories about how our situation is true or how our disability is actual fact then it becomes hard to have any other truth, right? Of course it's true because it's totally true in your mind and you've accumulated lots and lots of evidence. And um, the fact is, is that there are people in the exact same situation who have attached different meaning to whatever it is and accumulated different evidence, right? Like, like I use the example of time all the time. Lots and lots of people... Um, Say they don't have time to work out. And they have all these reasons why. I have 10 kids. I have a job. I work 80 hours a week. I um, hurt my leg. I, you know. But there are other people. Who have attached m- different meaning to working out. And they make it a priority to do it every day. People with 10 kids. People with jobs. People who work work a lot. People who hurt their leg. They go swimming. They find other ways to do it. thing is it's like. There's no judgment. It's just looking at your own stories. It's really important to look at the meaning you're assigning things and see if maybe some of those stories are untrue. Or maybe there's evidence to the other side. Right? Someone called me, dear sweet friend, called me yesterday um with an imagined disability (laughs) and this is a common one she was feeling a little bit like an imposter we all have this imposter syndrome sometimes she's like I just don't know I don't know if I can do this I don't know if I can be a teacher you know I don't know if I can be a healer because I am imperfect and I got news for you I am imperfect too (laughs) But it's through teaching that we elevate ourselves and others. And I talk. I told her, you know, I said, you know, you have gone through the mud, and you, maybe you've just barely crawled out of the mud. And there's like a hundred other people in the mud, in the quicksand. Begging, reaching their hand out, saying, hey, hey, you um, that just climbed out, please, please grab my hand and help me out. And it's not really fair to say, well, hang on, let me go take a shower and put on a clean dress before I help you out. You know, like I, I'm not perfect, so I just don't think I can give you a hand. (laughs) It's just, that wouldn't be cool, would it? Right? Because while you're trying to get perfect, someone's sinking. Someone's sinking in the quicksand. And so, just showing up, you know, is half of the game. And that's where we learn that, um, that's just how we learn. Where we, you know, we show up as a teacher, we show up as a healer. We just show up in our life for our friends and our family with a word of encouragement. I mean, it's funny because she called me, and that we, you know, needing words of encouragement, and that morning, I had needed words of encouragement, and so I had called a friend, and she had given me words of encouragement, and then later that day, I'm, you know, I just barely pulled myself out of the mud, and here I am, um giving someone else a hand, and that's just how it works, and that's how it is some days. So, and um. That's my message for today is uh, don't wait till you're perfect to uh, help others or to do your thing that you want to do and don't wait till you have no fear because the fear may never go away unless you actually just take action. So I love this saying um, I actually learned in a 12-step program. It's called uh, Do it Afraid. So I just say do it afraid. You know, she's like, "Well, I'm afraid. I, I'm, a, I can't do this because I'm afraid." And I'm like, "Well, do it afraid." And then once you kind of start to take the action, the fear does go away. You know, you're like, "Oh, that was actually a really fun roller coaster," or "I really enjoy surfing." And then you can look back at your life and you have these pictures, these photos of you know, these memories of things that you did afraid. Or you can look back at your life and you can see your that you lived it totally scared and you just didn't leave your orbit and, and, um, it's a slightly impoverished life and that's not what you came to do. And so I would just like to encourage and give, um, honor Those of you who are doing it afraid and who aren't perfect, but are still loving and serving your fellow humans. And if you are interested in becoming a Kundalini Yoga teacher, I am leading a training coming up in 2019 in April through September, uh, over four different weeks in Southeast Idaho, uh, near Lava Hot Springs, but not actually in the town. Um, and so that's where it will be. And so if you'd like to come and do a teacher training with me, you're welcome. There's also teacher trainings all over the U.S. Um, from great trainers, but you want to find one that you connect with. And then what else do I have going on? I don't know. Whatever you need, you can always reach out Friday mornings at 9 a.m. Uh, to my live Q&A calls Uh or you can tune into the podcast, the blog, the Facebook groups. Um, if you have not done my intro course, like if you're brand new and you're like, I haven't tried this yet, there's a great intro course. You can find it on my store, treeoflifestore.org. And it's just the intro course. It's a six-week uh, webinar. You get a video each week on how to kind of go through your first 40-day meditation and you also learn a lot about um, the other stuff, the yoga, the lifestyle, uh, the mantras, the prana, what it all means from an LDS uh, Christian perspective and that's it. So um, I'm going to make this short today and sign off but I love and adore all of you. Wish I could reach through the sound waves and give you a big hug. Take a deep breath. Okay, I did it. Did you feel it? <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign off for now. Sat Nam. Have a great and wonderful week.